Hello, 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 y'all. Welcome back to Little Pock Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron. Uh, I am joined by the most inspirational, most motivated person I know. He's so caring. He loves so much. Um, please welcome Joseph Macias. Welcome, what? Joseph. What's good? How you guys doing? Um, so my first question for you is, how are you doing in these uh, in these times right now? Man, well, I'm doing pretty good, you know, given a lot of what's going on in the world, uh, even with this pandemic going on, running a ministry, being a leader, especially, it's it's a time we've never even thought about what would be going on, but it's a time that's growing us and stretching me as a leader, as a man of God, um, stretching me and just my morals and values and standards and everything in life. And it's it's been rough, but it's definitely been good and so starting school this week i also am starting with house college on being on staff with them for another semester and just running a youth and young adult ministry it's going pretty good can't wait i I got a lot to focus on and i think uh god's just really dialing me in on the things i need to prioritize and yeah doing pretty good man nice so you gave a little bit of your testimony which is going to lead us into our next thing which is Testimony Thursday. Yeah. Um, so whenever you're ready, um, it's there for you. Your testimony is what we're going to be talking about today. Um, so whenever you're ready, go ahead. Come on. Well, first and foremost, thank you, Aaron, for putting me on and allowing me to use my story. And uh, I'm just going to be real with you guys. I'm going to be blunt. I'm going to go straight to the nasty and dirty that I was going through. Um and I'll, I'll kind of shorten it just for time, but um, definitely... No, go, go in depth if you need to. <laughs> no, I'll go in depth. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter um, about time. Yeah, I got you, bro. So, I grew up a pastor's kid. My dad's been a pastor um, for 26 years now. And I grew up in a church in Manteca. Definitely, you know, was raised to no standards, no... to understand, you know, no... Uh, values, standards, morals, everything. And so I was trained, you know, not to do things of the world. Um, Relationships-wise, I was trained to how to properly have a relationship. I was just born, what I would say to people, born in the pews, because I was literally born in the church. And um, my whole life, I've always been put on a pedestal. Everything I did wrong as a kid, I've always was looked at and always was um, judged off a lot of the things that I did wrong. And I'm human. I made mistakes and some I'm not proud of. But everyone told me as a kid, I was always going to be a pastor. Oh, you're going to be just like your dad and just like your mom, always in church growing up. And um, to be honest, that pushed me away. And I was being used by God a lot of times growing up. And God used me. And it was vivid that I had a calling on my life. But I got into some bad things due to some circumstances I couldn't control in my life. And uh, the circumstances was, I was in high school, a pole vaulter for track and field. And junior year, I was ended up um, getting a full ride scholarship to Humboldt State University. They were really recommending me to uh, come on right after high school and join with a full ride scholarship. And right before I was signing those papers, I experienced one of the hardest years of my life. And I definitely never thought that I would be able to get through that. And um, 
I dropped from a 3.0 to a 1.5 GPA during my junior year and going into senior year I ended up getting emailed that I lost my scholarship and um, that kind of put me in a bracket to just go to a JC due to grades and um, that wasn't my plan due to everything that was kind of going on with my parents at the time and um, I graduated and definitely you know still wanted a pole vault so I went to MJC and Modesto Junior College and I competed, but at the time, I was just getting mentally messed with by the enemy because uh, at the time, my parents were going through a divorce. And at the time as well, I was going through personal relationship problems, and it didn't end up the way I wanted to. And just my world was turned upside down. And I was finding myself isolating, uh, running to drugs, running to alcohol, running to just everything that can get my mind off the pain and the hurt I was going through. And I found myself, you know, being so isolated to the point where I, I didn't allow any of my family or friends in. And at this time, my parents did end up getting a divorce. And I moved out. I didn't want to be anywhere except for out and about. I moved into one of my brother's homes. And uh, I just partied. I numbing myself up with every drug possible you can think of there was times you know where I was just getting into so many pills and the weed the alcohol just mixing up too many things that I I honest to God I shouldn't have made it some nights I got to a point where I lost all my relationships and I came to a point where I thought I was going to die one night and I truly truly thought I was going to end my life because of the things I was mixing drug wise and I prayed out to God like God please use me God just let me live in the morning God I'm so sorry you know I was just crying out to God and this is about a year into just everything I was doing wrong I stopped going to college I stopped you know I dropped out this is my first time dropping out and I, I just I put everything on hold in my life and I just wanted to just fall away I just wanted everything in my life was just going wrong and I chose the wrong things and that night you know I ended up waking up the next morning and you know God God knew my heart but my intentions were still wrong and I still went back to the drugs and about another year a uh, long year of getting into the wrong things I, I built an industry in the world wise and um, I was I was earning a lot of money I was drug dealing and I was just going to leave the United States pretty much and go to Bangkok and uh, open up a huge industry out there and make over 100000 And my, you know, family member at the time, you know, offered me this. And definitely, you know, this is on my mind to do it. This is where I wanted to go. I was making a lot of money. And, um, you know, when you feel the call of God on your heart and when you feel God tugging back in, you know, into the church and into just his heart, you can't deny it. And I definitely felt God, you know, letting me know just out of different people coming up to me that this isn't the route you should be on, Joe. Like, this isn't you, you know. Yeah, money's great and all. And uh, I had all the, you know, the diamond watches, the diamond rings. I had the Gucci stuff. And none of it s satisfied my spirit the way God did when I when I was growing up. And um, I came to a point where I was even debating on going to the CIA to become an SPS officer just to leave everything, to start from ground zero. But I also knew, like, 
I finished all the paperwork to even do that. This is the time when I got my security officer job and I was still messing around with the drugs and all that. And I just knew like, this isn't me either. And I, um, I ended up, you know, going back into church at this time and really just telling God like, all right, God, this is a time where I'm going to give my all. This is a time, Lord, where I'm just going to give you everything. I'm going to refocus. I'm going to give up the pills. I'm going to give up the smoke. I'm going to give up the drink. I'm going to give up all of it. And I did. And it wasn't easy. Definitely wasn't easy because during that time, I was sadly, sadly depressed. Um, I was very anxious to the point where, you know, Xanax became my best friend. I was popping three bars a day and uh, doing things that I just... I just knew that would numb me up for the time being, and uh, I lost 30 pounds during the whole entire time. I was a personal trainer, lost all that, and uh, definitely, you know, became this guy I did not recognize. You know, it wasn't JoJo, and so, you know, I I gave up that moment where I told God, you know, Lord, I just want to, I just want to know you. I just want to build my relationship with you again. I threw everything away. Literally, I threw everything away. And I remember, you know, that day where I just fell back into church and I was just telling my dad, like, hey, dad, I'm done. And my dad's crying. My mom's crying. My family's crying because they seen the anger that I had back in the day. And um, through that transition, it was about six months of me just my, you know, my, my dad's church at the time at the house downtown. They wanted me to, you know, lead and all that just because. Um, God, God birthed a natural born leader inside of me, but at the time I didn't want to lead anything. I didn't want to run anything. I didn't want to do anything except for just get poured in from Jesus. And that's what I did. And for six months I got restored. I got healed. I got, you know, brand new fire rekindled inside of me. I, I was washed with God's grace, with his mercy. And literally about six months later, I started to help lead the dream team which is the leadership team for our church and through that God you know was definitely developing me as a leader to uh, prepare you know leaderships to run a service before service which is our pre-service we did at the house downtown and um, you know great things were happening and then I just felt the call to I denied and going back to all the things I did you know I denied the call to be a pastor my whole life because I did not want to be a pastor because everything that my parents you know were going through what I seen in my you know my past I was just like that's not me I'm never gonna become a pastor and I came to the point where I realized after serving after seeing what God was doing in my life where I was just like you know what God I think I'm gonna become a pastor and I told him first, like it wasn't even no one else. I told him, I go, God, I think I'm gonna become a pastor. Like, not just because of the title, just because I just love people, and I just I love helping people. I love bringing people from where they're at in the world, where they're at in their mess, to what God's grace and what God's mercy and what His true calling in His in our lives are. I love I love the transition of life, and. At that moment, I started to tell some leaders, some friends, and I just, you know, this is what I want to do. I just want to help people. I just want to do this. And out of that, I joined a youth and young adult ministry at the time at the House Modesto, but it was called 2-6. And it's a leadership track that literally helps you become a better leader and that helps you become, you know, something that God created you to be and actively walking in it. And so I started to help with that, you know, run youth services. Uh, run young adult services 
and God was just moving like crazy. And, you know, during this time and God, you know, God put me through a lot. Not he put me through a lot, but the enemy was trying to put me through a lot. You know, the enemy is twisting different things in my life. And just because you're doing right does not mean everything's going to go right in life. And let me tell you that from experience. And let me tell you that because the enemy does not want to see you succeed. So he's going to try to throw every curveball at you. He's going to try to throw every kick, every uppercut at you to knock you down, to get you off your path of doing right. And let me tell you, if that's happening, do not give up. If you're listening to this, do not give up. If you feel like your life is going right, but you're getting hit with every curveball, that just means that God's preparing you for a bigger destination and that the enemy does not want you to succeed so let that be a push for you to keep pushing forward and to keep moving forward and um, at this time you know going into this ministry I felt so unworthy because of everything I've done in my past I literally felt like God how can you use me how can you use me from all the bad things I was doing from all the horrible things that I did how can you use me and it's just like how biblical times where Jesus used 12 disciples who were so unworthy, who were, you know, didn't have any, you know, reason on doing the things that they did because Jesus just, you know, they're unqualified and they're just, you know, not to sound mean, but they're nobodies. And Jesus uses the people who are so unqualified to use and to do qualify things because that's just what God can do with your life. You don't have to be all that. You don't have to. It, it's just a willing heart. And they all had willing hearts. So going into this ministry, I just said, God, I have a willing heart to reach people. And that's exactly what I went in with. And out of that, I ended up becoming a, uh, one of their main leaders. And God just using me to reach the kids in Modesto. And I didn't know anyone coming to Modesto. I grew up in Manteca. So definitely, you know, coming in here, I was just like, God, how can you use me? I don't even know anyone too. And uh, in a short year, I ended up running a um, house party for one of the Mohai teams. And our Mohai kids just, you know, adapted to me because I can relate. And I knew at that moment that I went through everything I went through because there's so many kids who are going through it. And also getting to know young adults with our young, uh, house young adult ministry. There are so many young adults who are going through what they're facing and I can relate to them because I went through the same thing and I helped them through that process and I helped push them. And so through all that, fast forward, you know, um, it's been a crazy year going into, you know, 2020 with COVID hitting and we had to, you know, knock some dates down because we couldn't gather and, you know, being isolated again to where I had to move my ministry online and it was crazy, but we still had a vision we still had a dream and i still remembered you know god this is what you want us this is what you want me to do this is the pastor even though the enemy will try to throw everything at us even though the world's going through stuff that doesn't mean that i'm going to neglect my dreams and my passions and my visions so i had to work around it and i had to build and it was stretching me and growing me but during this time i'm going to school full-time i'm going to scu university and I'm not just doing full time. I'm going above and full time. I'm doing 21 units. I'm really pushing because at the time I had two drop semesters from MJC and I transferred over what I could. Definitely, you know, uh, working my butt off to get this bachelor's degree within two years. And um, this it's in ministerial leadership. So I'm definitely switching my degree from kinesiology to ministerial leadership. And that's because I want to focus on how to build a ministry 
with inside the church, but also with me. How do I become a better leader? And so I'm going through the school. I'm doing this stuff with the young adults and the youth, uh, also working full time. And my life's like going crazy. I, I don't have any time for myself. And that's what kind of happened in this last year where I, I faced a lot of things that, man, it was hard for me to even breathe because I was so heavy weighted with all this, not burden, it was just a lot that I was carrying. And I don't know if you're listening to this, if you've been in ministry or if you're dealing with a lot and you feel like you have all this stuff to prioritize, the one thing that I made sure that got me through that was my first priority was God. My first priority was listening to his word, was reading his word, was praying, was worshiping, was talking, communicating with God. And if that is not your first priority, then I promise you everything is going to get unprioritized because you are not putting the first thing as God. And he's the one that's given everything in our lives. He's the one that birthed this dream, this passion in us to help people. And so if we're not giving our time to him first i promise you everything will start to become distorted and you you will find yourself in a place where you know you would never think you would be because you're not focusing your first and foremost time and prioritizing your time with god so i i I just during this whole covid time i focused my time on god i put my focus back on him and I made sure that no matter if I'm going to full-time school, full-time work, if I'm running a young adult and youth ministry with my amazing pastor, Will and Pastor Camille, if I'm not helping them out, you know, the most I can. But if I'm not giving God more than that, then I can't have any of that and none of it will be better. And so going to, you know, back into this year and well into the end of last year, because that's when we were allowed back in church. Uh, God was just doing some great things with me and he also invited me in and to uh, help out with the young adult and youth staff and that's one thing I never would have thought that would happen that fast but also uh, God just used me in different routes in the ministry wise that um, I would never have thought of but excuse me I chose this call and I definitely you know wanted to I wanted this so I knew a lot of this stuff would come and I just had to give God honestly all the glory all the honor out of it but I just had to take it as it is like baby steps everything in life is baby steps and so I was you know moving I was moving I was going I was going and fast forward to this year um, I am two semesters away from graduating from um, SEU of ministerial leadership for my bachelor's degree that I obtained in two years which is nuts because I'm not a school guy at all and I never would have thought I would have done this but I'm also you know helping out with the young adult and youth ministry everything is so crazy because of COVID but it's growing us and it's stretching us to become a better pastor in the future and I'm going through the internship and I should be graduated in about a year and about a year a year and a half but I am, you know, on a on a route that I never would have thought I would have been on because everything that I've done. And if I focused on all the things that I've done, all the wrong people I, I all the wrong things I did, all the you know, wronged people I, I, I just wronged in life, all the just nastiness I was in, if I looked at that and viewed myself as, man, look at where I was at, I would never be able to move forward. I was never able to get to where I needed to be, the destination that God created us to have. I had to forget my past 
we'll always remember our past, but there's a point in time where you just got to let go and you got to drop everything and you got to just pick up what God has in forward for us. And I had to drop my past. I had to drop my hurt. I had to drop my pain. Even with my parents, you know, with the divorce and all, I had to rekindle that relationship with my dad. I had to rekindle that relationship even with building up with my mom because she's, they're both my, they're my everything. And God's relationship through this for myself birthed a new Jojo that was able to not be mad at a lot of things, but was definitely able to understand people. And that's the main thing that I think that I can try to implement into others is being an understanding person. You got to understand people's pain. You got to understand people's hurt. You got to understand where people are coming from and to even be a listening ear. That's one thing that God's always taught me to be is just being a listening ear. There's maybe times where you just don't even have to put input in. You just got to be listening ear. And that's maybe for someone listening, I, you know, I wasn't planning on saying that, but um, just be a listening ear to someone, be there for someone. And during this time has taught me so much community or fear to listen. And before I was such an isolator, I just wanted to be by myself. I uh, have not been that at all now. God has completely switched that to where I'm surrounding myself with people. I'm building community. I have brothers beside me like this guy right here <laughs> who is literally, you know, someone I believe in so much. And now I bring myself around people who not only am I building, but who are also building me. And when you learn that in the Bible, giving isn't always about you planting something. It's about you planting something into someone that God's going to restore back into your life and to give more abundantly. And it's not the heart that, oh, I'm going to give and I'm going to give my time or I'm going to give my money or, you know, any of this stuff that it's like, okay, God, give it back to me. It's out of the heart of I'm going to give just because I want to give to people. Um, in the Bible, it also says it's better to give than to receive. And that's my heart. That is literally my heart is I just I would love to give my life to people. And if I can help out in any way, you know, that's what God wants us to do. And so out of all that, you know, this ministry is blowing up. God's used my life and my testimony so much for these youth and these young adults. And I won't let the enemy come in to any of my friends' lives without me being there in the middle saying, hey, I'm there for you. I'm helping you out. And we're going to get through this. And that's why I believe in people so much is because the enemy will try to disrupt anything and everything he can to get you off your path. And he'll use the littlest things and try to get you off of the path of, you know, moving forward to your dreams and pursuing what God has really put inside of your heart. And so... You know, God's doing some great things in my life, and I can't thank Him enough. I wouldn't be here literally doing this podcast without God's grace, without His mercy, without showing me His real love, because I've had love before with relationships. I've had love with parents. I've had love with just, you know, different things that I personally loved in life, but none of it can compare to the love that God has for us, His children the love that's unbearing, the love that goes beyond all understanding, the love that literally can go beyond any sin and bad thing that we can do in life. It's, it's something that's uncomprehendable and we can't comprehend God's love, but it's so real and it's so evident. And I just want to be a person that shows God's love. And I just want to be a person, a man that shows God's grace and his mercy for everyone because everyone deserves a second chance and everyone deserves a 
push forward in life. And that's why I'm a great encourager. That's why I just try to encourage everyone I see and everyone I know because I believe in people. And so if you're listening to this today, if you're listening to this right now, and you're in a time where, you know, you're, you're telling, you know, yourself, man, I don't believe myself. Man, I, I don't know where I can go in life. Um, man, this is the things I'm done. This is the things I'm doing. Uh, how can God even use me? I want to stop you right there. Stop in that mindset. And I just want to say, I believe in you. I believe in your dreams. I believe that you can do great things in this world. And one thing that you need to know, one thing you always need to know, and only one thing out of this whole podcast that you need to understand is that Jesus loves you. Jesus has always been there for you, no matter even if you've never felt him, or maybe you've said things like me to where I told God at times, I hate you because I was such in a bad mindset. And maybe you've told God that, or maybe you just don't even believe in God. I'm just letting you know that from someone from an experience that is standing here today because of God's love, that he loves you, that he's not mad with you, but he's madly in love with you, and that he just wants you to succeed further than you can ever even imagine in life. So if you need someone in life, reach out to Aaron, reach out to us, and let's do this thing together because you're not alone in your fights. You are not alone in your battles. We're called to stand with each other. We're called to build community with each other, and we're called to sharpen each other. It says in the Bible, iron sharpens iron, and we will sharpen each other to the point where if any other battle comes, if any of the enemy's attacks come, that we're going to be able to stand strong together, and we're going to be able to fight together. And so thank you, Aaron, first and foremost, for allowing me to be on this chat. I know we uh, definitely went a long time, <laughs> and it's fine. I just went uh, for it, but thank you guys. I appreciate you guys, and truly, Jesus loves you. Don't give up. I encourage you to move forward, to push past all your stuff, and just to live life, you know, take chances in life, but take good chances. Take chances forward, moving forward at the call that Jesus has on your life, because he does. He wrote, he wrote a specific call for your life. He gave you gifts that he didn't give me, that he gave you a dream that he didn't give me, and it's, it's our job as Christians, it's our job as lovers of God, just people who just love God and are the light to find that call and find that dream in your life and to actively live it out and to make it better and to make it stronger and so you can experience this true life, this true love, this true joy, peace that goes beyond understanding. It's something that you just got to witness when you take your chance. So thank you, Aaron, for allowing me to be on and no problem. I hope, I hope, you know, that didn't make you cry or anything. <laughs> no, no crying here, bud. Uh-huh. Um, so with that being said, uh, it just goes unnoticed how much you've impacted so many people. And um, it, it shows that what you go through um, is definitely a stepping stone to help other people that... Mm -hmm. um, are either going through the same thing or going through something so similar that you can help them. Mm -hmm. And um, when it comes to a situation where uh, you may not feel like you're called to do that, um, you know that what you're going to do from your past is going to define uh, what your future has for you. Mm -hmm. And I really believe that where you are right now is where um, 
it's going to be so powerful and impactful with everybody that is either a believer or not a believer in in Christ. And Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, from experience with drugs and alcohol, I can tell you, like, I wasn't a believer Mm -hmm. until end of uh, last year or the beginning of last year. Um, I still think this is 2019. (laughs) Um, 2021 now, Yeah, so... Like, it's just, it's just amazing how, um, just your impact with a non-believer can make somebody Mm -hmm. just believe. Mm -hmm. And that's something that is very powerful with you is what you can do is when someone doesn't believe in, in God or believe in anything that has to do with Christ, Mm -hmm. um, you make them reconsider it because how powerful you are with Christ and how powerful you are with God and what his calling is for you it just makes it so motivational to somebody else like myself. Yeah. And that's, thank you for that. But that's, you know, that's not me. And that's, what's the trippy thing about it is it's not my, you know, myself, Jojo changing people. It's what's within me. It's what's within you listening. It's what's within Aaron here. It's, it's what we're created from. We're created in God's character. We're created in God's image and God birth this light inside of us that's not in anything else in this world but in humanity he birthed this light that's inside of us that when we truly tap in with God and understand his love for us and just have a relationship everything is a relationship with God everything on this earth is a relationship but our first and foremost relationship was when God made man and that's the relationship to where when we learn how to go more in depth in that relationship the light inside of us shines brighter and it's not a literal light like you don't see beaming come out of me but it's my light that shows compassion it's a light that shows love it's a light that shows peace it's a light that shows joy and it's not nothing from this world and that's why it's so different to people's eyes where they go what's different about you you have this something about you, this charisma, this something that's just great, that just attracts me to the likeness of God. Like, what is it within you? And that's the light of God. That is the joy of God. That is what God can do to your life when you allow Him to change who you are. No matter where you're at, God never said, too many sins are too much for me to change you. No. He says, come as you are and surrender all and just give me your heart. And that's all He asked for. He's a jealous God. In the Bible, it says he is a jealous God. And it's not out of jealousy from he just wants you and you're supposed to belong to him. And it's no, he's jealous because he knows that this world can try to do so much to you, can, you know, steer you off of your track so much to where he's so jealous to the point where he just wants you all to your, all to himself, to where he wants your whole entire heart, to where he just wants to love on you the way that he created you and the way to you know, he, he masterly just masterpiece placed you in this world for a reason. And he's a jealous God after just wanting to love you. And he knows that this world can try to take that away. And so my heart is just to be that light. And as Aaron right here, you know, saying that he's just one person, you're listening right now, you know, definitely can let the light of God just shine in your heart. And you can be that one person that someone needs. You can be that person that, you know, someone needs to hear 
just the goodness of God and just be a light and just smile at someone, just encourage. You know, long story short, this all started because I just wanted to encourage people. I just wanted to use my influence to encourage people to do better. And that's all it took. Okay, it doesn't, you don't have to be somewhere, you know, in a relationship with God or do all this stuff. It just takes you to say, God, use me, use my gifts, use my passions. And I just want to help people. And that's it. And so, you know, I love the mess that I went through. I love the mess that Aaron's been through and the mess that you're going through. I always tell this to people is, you know, it's not meant for you. And I know it's weird to say, but the mess that, excuse me, are that you are going through is not meant for you. It's meant for someone else. And I say that is because you go through something that someone else is probably going through, you know, less or more, but it's for you to grow from so others can learn from. If you are never going to grow from what you're going through, then others can never learn from what you faced. But the second that you learn that the things that you're going through is meant for a specific reason to grow you and to stretch you and to build you up, then now you can start to grow and stretch and build others with what you faced. It's using your pain for God's purpose. And that's something that I'm actually in the midst of writing is I'm doing a leadership. It's I don't want to write a book. <laughs> it's not that I'm unqualified. It's just a lot. But maybe it is in the future. I don't know. But You also don't I, read books. I don't read books, guys. It's bad. <laughs> the only book I read is the Bible, okay? Let's be real. Um, but I am doing something, and I've done this encouragement, pod, or not podcast, uh, Zoom meeting when we're on, on Zoom. But I named it Encouragement Time. But I did a three-week uh, devotion and I wrote it all and it was on pain or purpose over pain. And I want to tell you guys like our pain that we go through, everything that we face is meant for a purpose. And it's not just for you to get through it because there is a time where you will endure your pain and you will get through your pain by yourself with others and you will grow through it. But then your pain isn't just meant for you. It's purposely meant for others to get through. And so use that today. Use that. If anyone needs to grab that little nugget, use that and use your pain for someone's, for your purpose and for a purpose, for someone else's purpose. Use it to build others. You know what I mean? And so, you know, that's one thing I always tell people is there's a reason for your pain and it's not just meant for you, but it's meant for others to learn from and to build from. So, yeah. Yeah, man, that's, it's powerful. Um, it's God, man. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Um, so that's, I don't even know where to go from that. Honestly, like there's so many things that, um, are in this world and so many bad things. And you've probably experienced a quarter of that. And it's so crazy to see like, oh, maybe a quarter may be small, but it, in that small amount of amount it's so much and um just handling it and if anybody else is in that position right now um there is a way out obviously we have a a walking testimony right here like he didn't Mm -hmm. what he went through he's still alive he did everything bad and he's still alive he did it like you're still here so um 
it just shows that it's it's so motivating to do things that are bad you know they're bad and you still do them but you're still alive and it's your opportunity to make that situation better and so with that being said this is the end of the podcast um this is definitely one of my longer ones but it's okay (laughs) Um, it's like 36 37 minutes yeah love it uh, and if you're listening to this and you listen to all the way, you are a real one. I yeah, love you. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you so much. And if you just skip to the end, you're a cheater. I know who you are. And you should go back and listen to this whole thing. Yeah, and you're probably born with a silver spoon, but it's all right. <laughs> um, but thank you for making it this far if you did. Yes, thank um, you. If you don't mind, I just want to pray it out. Okay, yeah, go for ahead. The, for the people who are listening and for everyone who's listening, even a little bit, I really encourage you if you skip to the end right now. God's looking at you and he sees everything. <laughs> he's, but he's to go what on, happened? on judgment day he's gonna get you. <laughs> Stop. But he um <laughs> he definitely would want you to go back and listen to this whole thing. <laughs> but if you've listened to this, I just want to pray over you. If you, you know, are experiencing anything that you're going through pain wise, that you're struggling with, that maybe you're in a situation where, you know, it wasn't you that even was put in the situation or maybe you didn't put yourself in the situation maybe you're just born in it and um, maybe you're just going through the roller coaster like I was in life and maybe you don't trust God the amount that you know you should and maybe you don't even believe in God just want to pray over you and just say you know there's there's hope and there's a real hope out there there's real joy out there there's real peace out there there's someone who loves you more than anyone can ever love you in the world and when you truly appreciate and have faith in that love and when you step into that love with your whole heart, God God will change your whole life around. He, he'll make you a new person and use your pain and use the reason why, what you're going through. And um, yeah, I just want to pray with you guys. So God, we just thank you so much for who you are and for the love that you show us, God, every day. Lord, you protect us, God. You guide us. Lord, you planted something inside of us, Lord, and every single individual is different. God, because you created us as a masterpiece. Lord, you you didn't mess up when you created us. You didn't mess up when it says in your scripture that you know us in the womb. God, you created us in the womb. God, you knew our name. God, you know every hair on our head. God, it wasn't a, a mess up that we are here. God, we are here right now listening to this podcast, doing this podcast, God, for a reason. There's a reason why we are here in this earth, God, in this nowadays going through everything that we are facing. There is a reason, God, and there's a purpose behind this. And so I, I pray right now for who is listening, God, and whoever li- listened to this podcast, that, God, that you completely rearrange and touch their lives. God, that you protect their soul, Lord, from everything that's wicked and evil around this world. God, I pray that your light will shine through further than ever. Lord, I pray that your love, God, will persevere through all hell, God, that would be here on this earth. And Lord, I just pray right now for just the purpose, God, through the pain, Lord, to be shown through, even in this week, God, through this person who's listening. Lord, I pray that they will find purpose through their pain, that Lord, right now, that they will start to feel your love, whether they're listening to this in the car or in the room or God with their family, God, I just pray that they just start to feel your miracle working power, God, just start to work through all of the struggles, all of the things that they are facing in life. Lord, I pray healing upon every single person who is listening to this. And I pray that you birth something so supernatural, so great in their life, God, that today will be the day 
that's going to change them forever. Lord, I pray that they will find community and encouragers that are going to encourage them to push forward and move forward in life. Lord, and I pray that everything will start to look forward and they won't start to look back anymore. They won't start to try to go back to the things of the world and they won't try to stop to look back at their past, but God, they will just move forward. That wherever they're at in life is not where they're supposed to be, that there's something greater out there. And Lord, let their light, God, just push them forward. And God, we thank you for this opportunity to be able to speak to such amazing people who are listening to this. And Lord, use them all and let your love just shine. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, so with that being said, uh, tomorrow is Funny Friday. Funny so, Friday. Uh, I am going to print out some dad jokes and oh, we're going to have a game where uh, we uh, go to, uh, I want to say around 10. It'll be a pretty sh- pretty short, but whoever, we'll have them printed out and whoever laughs first, or whoever laughs first to 10, um, obviously loses. So um, I don't know who's going to be on that. You guys have to wait to see, but it'll be fun and I guarantee you guys will get a laugh out of it because dad jokes are always funny and corny, so always funny yeah. especially coming from Aaron yeah I got a lot of dad jokes I don't even <laughs> need to print them out so oh my gosh uh so with that being said I'll see you guys tomorrow um and yeah man yo I love you guys thank you for listening to me and my long story sorry I got ADD and I can talk forever <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's okay uh so with that being said I'll see you guys tomorrow peace see you guys